Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Perhaps the title of this podcast seems like a contradiction. And if it does, it's only because modernism is a philosophy of contradictions. There is nothing new about modernism except the dress that it's wearing, and it constantly is changing what it's wearing. You see, the principles of modernism are as old as Genesis chapter 3, as we'll see here in just a minute. Modernism has at its very basis or root the contradiction of God's word, and it's designed to destroy man's faith in what God has to say. And so we look over in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1, where it states, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1 is the first verse in the Bible with a question mark after it. All the statements in chapter 1 and 2 are declarations of truth that only the devil and his followers doubt. However, when we come to chapter 3, we meet a question, and we shouldn't be surprised when we find out who is actually speaking. It is none other than the devil himself. It is the devil that asks the first question and is the first one to cast doubt upon the word of God and to lead Eve away from God. You see, the approach of the devil was to plant seeds of doubt in Eve's mind and then misrepresent God's word. I want us to look at the question again. Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree in the garden? If God had forbidden them to eat of every tree, how would have they lived? This was designed to create in Eve's mind doubt of God's goodness. You see, modernism has not moved one inch from this position that we find in Genesis 3. Its basic approach in trying to destroy man's faith in the Bible is to raise questions about the Bible that it thinks impeaches God's goodness. And so sin begins with our attitude. Most people think of sin only as an act itself, but the foundation for Eve's transgression was in believing the devil and doubting God. You see, the root of her sin was unbelief, which resulted in eating the forbidden fruit. Thus, sin is not only an act, but it's also an attitude toward God. I want us to look at three steps that lead to ruin, as we can find here in Genesis chapter 3, because a study of the devil's question and Eve's answer is really enlightening in reference to the steps that a soul takes away from God. Now, I want us to look at Eve's answer to the devil's question. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Eve said, Lest you die, whereas God said, You shall surely die. There's a great deal of difference between the two statements that are used here. Eve's statement suggests a possibility, while God's statement states a certainty. So I want us to consider Eve's statement and again, note three mistakes. These same three mistakes are being followed by many people still today. Step number one, Eve added something to God's word. God had prohibited eating. He said nothing about touching. 
The idea of touching was Eve's own interpretation, and she added it to what God had said. Here's where the infidelity or adultery of God's word begins, and it always follows the same course. First, we find people add something to God's word. But does it really make any difference what is added? Yes, because adding anything to God's word only leads to the next step in rejecting God's word. And so here lies the root in the beginning of all false doctrine. The wide and varied differences among religious people today are all based upon certain interpretations, which are simply additions to the Bible. The Bible plus anything is in doubt of God's word. And so every creed that has ever been written was rooted in this very principle. And this is the first step that has made it so easy for modernism to take over in the religious world. The second step is that we find Eve changed something in God's word. She changed the certainty to only a possibility. God said surely, whereas Eve said lest. And when we add something to the Bible, it is not long until we feel constrained or we need to change something in it. The Bible does not fit our additions, and when we find some passage that does not fit our additions, well, we seek to twist it and to make it fit. The Bible teaches that we are saved by faith. Men have added the word only. This has led to changing many other passages and trying to make them fit that idea of faith only as doctrine. Just the casual reading of Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 shows that repentance and baptism are both for the remission of sins. But this does not fit the idea of the faith-only doctrine, and men have tried their absolute best to make Acts 2.38 read, quote-unquote, baptized, because you are already saved, they say. Men have added sprinkling also for immersions. This resulted in the changing and the twisting of other passages to try to make them fit in with the sprinkling for baptism doctrine. And so they twist Acts 8 so that Philip had to sprinkle the eunuch Because there was a desert. Thus, there would be not enough water to immerse in a desert. Yet the Bible clearly states that they went down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch. Here's step number three. Eve's third step, she left out the most important part of God's word. The word, surely. The two preceding steps always lead to the third. Sooner or later, when men have added to the Bible and tried to change it, they find that there are some scriptures that cannot even be twisted to fit their forced interpretations. And then there's only one thing left to do. Get rid of the part of the Bible that does not fit your idea. Here is where modernism finds itself today. The virgin birth, miracles, and the resurrection will not fit in with their social gospel. And all the passages that teach about the virgin birth or miracles and the resurrection are all considered myth. And so the conclusion of all this is this. Let us accept the Bible as it is written without any additions, any changes, or any deletions, because this is the only safe course that we take. Once again, I want to thank you for listening, pursuing the pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it is my prayer that God be with you and that you seek him in all things. Until next time, God bless.